So we're playing a clip from YouTube, which has had millions and millions of millions of people watch this Over 12 thing. million. Uh, Ryan was a homeless indigenous man that people pretty much avoided. He had a developmental disability, trauma, mental illness, was frequently high or drunk. And one day a woman caught Ryan playing this beat up piano and then posted it on YouTube. And the video went viral, seen all over the world. The song he wrote was called Beginnings. Well, Ryan just died a few weeks ago, and his friend and social worker, Jared, joins us in just a second for our Easter special today to pay tribute to Ryan and to discuss why none of us really gave a holy grunt about this guy, Ryan, until he entertained us. Have a listen. driving by makes it sound like he's in the ocean and the waves are coming in. <laughs> One of <laughs> anyway, those back massage meditation things. He's even, yeah, he's even got like the crescendo going, you know, the whole, and then the the the, uh, the bait. That. That's fantastic. So, okay, anyway, I, I, I don't know how I saw, oh, I guess I saw a news article about uh, Ryan dying and it got me thinking about the whole homeless thing again and how it's still such a perplexing, awkward phenomena for... The rest of us, yes. maybe more so for us than for them, if that mm, makes any sense. It does make sense, actually. So I want to pay, pay a little tribute to Ryan, and so I thought I'd speak with Jared Kachuk, who is on the phone with us. Jared, you are where? Edmonton? Edmonton, Alberta. How's it going, eh? Yeah, the winter that won't end out here, I'll tell you. You still have snow, do you? Yeah, oh yeah, we still got snow for sure. Okay. All right. We're supposed to get some next week here. Okay, you can shut up now. Sorry. <laughs> I want to hear about snow. Um, okay, Jared, you and I chatted uh, briefly a couple of weeks ago about Ryan, and uh, I think I mentioned to you something like, you know, everyone has this this sort of emotional response. You see a homeless guy playing the piano, and he plays it well, and he plays a lovely song. And I think I said something to you like, but I'm sure Ryan was a bit of a handful, was he not? Was he a bit of a... I don't even know if I said this, but it's been my experience that that people on the street are are not walking hallmark moments with with their interactions with people. There's some social unawareness. Would that be fair to say? I think that would be fair to say. Yes, no doubt about it. Ryan uh, struggled with uh, addiction, struggled with behaviors, had a lot of demons he was trying to fend off, and you know that battle would be manifested in in certain ways that were you know, often unpredictable or even scary. Um, so, yeah, for sure. Um, it wasn't like interacting with Obama or something like that. So, <laughs> no. so uh, you know, I, I have this this weird conversation, and Tim, you'll get this, that goes on in my head when it comes to dealing with, dealing with, is it, you see, I'm struggling over the right words, but mm-hmm. what do we do with what Jesus called the least of these, the people that society has pushed aside, the fringe, right? That's those, the outsiders. And that, I mean, that's the opening song to our show every week. 
And I think we all kind of get convicted every once in a while. You tell me what you think about this, Jared. We get convicted once in a while. We think, oh, I really should do something nice for the for the homeless, for mm-hmm. the for the outsiders. And then sometimes they even get involved with a place that works with them, like one-on-one, thinking mm-hmm. that it's going to be like the blind side with Sandra Bullock, you know, and you're going to take the <laughs> take the kid home and you're going to adopt them and they're going to be really big and gentle and nice and save your other kid from a car accident, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's not the case. So right. help help all of us this Easter weekend try to get this balance between giving a rip but understanding the reality behind working with the fringe because you do that all the time jared yeah i think i I honestly think one of the central points is uh we really have to stop looking at um as this as as an issue that needs to be solved uh these you know people who end up homeless are very very complicated and um they're not a file that needs to be closed and opened um and they're not an issue they're they're people and so a lot of times even when we talk about how to help the homeless, uh, we talk about it like it's an issue that needs to be fixed. And, and typically, um, you know, like Ryan is, is very sort of uh, instructive of, of who ends up on the streets. Um, you know, su- such a, a lifelong battle with trauma, like right, right from the first moments on Earth. You know, him being Indigenous raised a whole other set of, of, of issues that he had and barriers that he had to try to, to, to overcome. And then the, the mental illness, the developmental disability, the addiction—you know, these are these are not things that, uh, you know, are, are are solvable. And so I think part of it is, you know, we have to, and, and even homelessness, we often think, well, the answer is to, to house people. And yes, that is part of it, but there's—it's um, really a very deep and and entwining kind of thing that get people onto the streets. And so, really, for most people, what I would say is. Um, Stop trying to fix the problem and just start trying to be welcoming and compassionate to the people, as uncomfortable as that may may be. Okay, um, I've got so many things rolling in my head right now. The first thing is that you said this is not something that is going to ever be fixed. Uh, so stop treating it like an issue or a case file that needs to be closed. Right? That's kind of what you said. Yeah, and if I if I remember correctly, I think Jesus said it probably wouldn't be solved. Oh, you just stole you stole my line. That's where I was going. I was gonna, I was going to start quoting the scripture on the Easter service. Why am I sounding like Seinfeld? Um, yeah, Jesus said the the poor will always be with us. Will always be with us. So okay, we're not going to close the file. So how do we help? Should we? Should I, listen, I think some people, honestly, Jared, some people should just send money and not go anywhere near the homeless because. <laughs> They're going to screw the homeless up more than the homeless are screwed up. Yeah, that's unfortunately possibly the truth. Yeah. Um, although I would even say that, yeah, I mean, why are we uncomfortable? Why are we uncomfortable to to begin with? You know, and I think your your question, why did we only care about Ryan um, until he entertained us? Yeah. Um, and that might be a tad cynical because I don't think his music was entertaining. I think it was actually quite poignant and, and moving and he, he played it quite tenderly. So, you know, I think Ryan sort of reversed the process of othering when he played that piano. Um, and he sort of, his, his, his humanity uh, kind of shone through. Um, you know, it's, it's hard for human beings to be indifferent about each other and to be cruel to one another. 
in order to do it, we need to other people. We need to, more, whatever you want to call it, marginalize, you know, make less. Uh, we make people less than what we conceive ourselves to be in order to accomplish that kind of indifference. And Ryan kind of broke through that when, when he played that, mm-hmm. um, that song and played it so, so tenderly. You you so, just used you used a phrase. I want you to pull this apart a little bit. By the way, that's the like the lamest interview question ever. So blah blah blah. Pull that apart a little bit. Nice. I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down for later. It's just horrible interviewing skills. But I'm interested in this because um, Jared, I actually have never heard anyone use a phrase that I have used for so long, and you've used it two or three times. Othering. You mm. you just said reversed the process of othering. Ryan helped reverse the process of othering. Pull that apart. Right. So this is this is really what uh, marginalization is, is sort of based on. Um, and I think really what the, the foundation of it is is there's there's a couple things. I think number one, what leads us to other someone is is typically what happens is that people that are on the streets, they have a lot of trauma. It's, it's a, a real commonality on the streets. So you have a lot of trauma, but people don't have coping mechanisms to deal with the trauma. And so they have to turn to things like drug and, and alcohol, like Ryan did, to try to cope with the pain. The, the coping mechanisms in themselves bring about a level of condemnation, right? When people are using crystal meth or drinking hand sanitizer or whatever, uh, you know, we're gonna have a level of judgment about that. So now people's coping mechanisms even have bring about stress. And that results in these very extreme behaviors. Uh, and then we're frightened by the behaviors which justify us sort of making the person less than or somehow other than the quote-unquote status quo. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're giving me a headache, but it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tim, and, hold on. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Jared. Oh, I was going to say, I think the other thing is that's, that's one, one, of the, one of the key things that we do is we really maximize choice in the matter. So we think Ryan, Ryan and people like Ryan are making all these bad choices. But again, yeah, Ryan had choice, like any human being does. But when you look at the context with, in which she was born, um, what choices does, does he have to make? And, and I think that's as a society where we where we need to get to is trying to create opportunities, true opportunities for people um, that are born into sort of really, really dire straits kind of scenarios. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tim? Yeah, I was going to say with regards to the entertaining, I I disagree with that statement. For me, it was more the beauty of the power of art and music to, to break through. Um, I work uh, at a high school that's integrated with some special needs uh, students, and I, I could have gone there. I, yes, no, these are like significant, you know. I could have gone there. Physical and mental significance. I could have gone there. Yes, okay, but anyways, <laughs> I had this beautiful experience where a couple of these kids from um, the other school they they tour through our school for exercise, and they came across this vocal group, and you know they're usually noisy and you know speaking out and you know doing their thing but the second these girls started to sing they just stopped and they just drunk in the moment and it was beautiful and i can see that here where uh, it's like the others we see a commonality we feel commonality they broke through with this music we don't see them as you know street people add on to an indigenous so on and so forth but then the music just like Wow, there's a connection. I can see myself in this person. 
Yeah. Okay, um, Jared, you're not a part of the whole Jesus scene. I think you and I talked a little bit about that. And so I am actually very interested in your answer to this question or your your thoughts on this question. You ready? We'll, fi- we'll finish with this. Mm-hmm. Jesus said something like, which is always a safe way to quote Jesus. <laughs> Jesus said something like, as much as you've done it to the least of these, you've done it to me. In other words, whoever your society considers to be the least, how you treat them is how you treat me. Mm-hmm. Now I want to go into the fact that I don't want to hang out with street people. I don't want to mm-hmm. hang out with socially awkward people. I can get trapped in those conversations and I want to I keep walking. I keep walking, walking away. Well, yep, mm-hmm, yep. Socially unaware people. I don't want to hang out with... It's just, it's draining. I can barely cope with the garbage that I'm processing, let alone get out of myself and serve someone else and go, I don't know, soup kitchen liner, I don't know, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that means I, I don't love Jesus. I guess that means I don't care about this Jesus stuff. I guess Easter weekend is just a schmazel. Is that a Yiddish word for... No idea what that for, word means. Uh, I don't know, for hypocrisy? Um, so as a, as a non-Jesus-y person, what's your t- what do you think about that, Jared? Well, I think that people who are homeless don't want necessarily want to hang out with us either. Um, <laughs> so that was so sorry. I know you didn't mean to be funny, but that just killed me. Dead. Well, I, I kind of meant it as half joking, but I think again, it, it's you, so it's good. not like you you have to spend every minute of your waking life with people. And uh, again, it's 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 really the the framework that you are. Are you able to see Ryan? when he's not playing the piano like we did when he played the piano. Mm. Are, are you willing to care about Ryan if he never played that piano? Just nailed and, it. And, and caring can be whatever. It does, again, it doesn't have to be like you're a lifelong companion to Ryan, but can he be that person for us that yeah. played the piano all the time? And yeah. even if he never played that piano. Boy. Yeah, well, that just shut me up again. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared, thank you for being the you know for doing what you do because i don't want to do what you do and i'm glad there's people like you that do what you do i was talking about greenpeace earlier and how i don't want to hang out with anybody who's part of greenpeace because they just irritate me but i'm glad we have greenpeace because we need people like greenpeacers with their unshaven legs to go (laughs) to go out and keep you know certain corporations from from destroying our planet we need them and we need we need people like you it's just the problem is jared it's so easy just to not blame shift, but to just put it all, oh, you know what? Jared's out there. He's got it. He's got it. Yeah. I don't need to do anything. Yeah, and I, again, I think going back to the idea of, you know, it, it's also incredibly helpful to people of the status quo and privileged classes uh, to at least have some exposure to people like Ryan because it also it, it helps us a lot. Uh, you know, I think when Jesus is telling people to spend time with the poor, it's as much for us as yes. it is for the poor. Yeah, totally. Um, totally. And so you learn you learn to be a bit more vulnerable within yourself, I think, and that's so important. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually trying to find a community because I can't do church anymore, but I still mm-hmm. want to crawl back to the light and I'm trying to find a community of outsiders. Of of those who don't understand the social nuances, so I can't blame them for like like I could easily blame church people for being jerks. Just because yeah. I know I know the scene so well, and uh, and well, I'm digging myself in a hole here. But what I'm trying <laughs> to say is, 
that I can I can learn more from from Ryan than I can from hanging out at a church again. Preach. Right. Yeah. About myself. I mean, this is a selfish thing. I'm not sitting there going, oh, I can be a lifesaver for... It's like a mission trip, short-term mission trips. You're kidding yourself if you think you're rocking their world. Short-term mission trips are for you. Yes. Right. 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 Anyway, I'll shut up now. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Tim. (laughs) Jared, uh, buddy, that was so good. Thank you very, very much. And and thanks for taking care of, of Ryan while he was with us. Well, thank you. It was my pleasure on both friends. Good stuff. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Bye.